Well, give me your thoughts this morning about the Matildas. Eight double two three double O double O. Were they robbed? Were England just too tough? Were they were they just better? Or the behind the scenes stuff? You know, you'd see those those close. The time wasting. How about that? That wasn't called out by the ref. The uh, the, the shirt pulling, the holding back, the shoving. It was uh, certainly England determined to to trip up Sam Kerr at the very beginning as well a couple of times. She landed uh, on the turf a few times at the start of the match too. But England ending Australia's World Cup dream, a dominant 3-1 victory in last night's uh, semi-final, despite Kerr starting off, of course, and the full support of not just almost everybody in the stadium, but everybody watching around the country, the home team overpowered by the Lionesses. These fans say they're proud of the team for making it further than uh, the Matildas have ever been before in the World Women's World Cup uh, series. All players played magnificently, so they should be really proud of themselves. Yes, oh, they did Australia proud the whole tournament. Can't that. Uh, England probably played better, but I mean, you got to see Sam Kerr score and start, so you can't really uh, complain about seeing that, I suppose. Let's have a chat with Gavin Freeman, sports psychologist. Gavin, just heartbreak for the nation. I can only imagine what the Matildas themselves must be thinking. How do we move on? Well, it's, you know, it is heartbreaking. However, we've also got to be able to reflect on the steps that we've achieved so far and make sure that we, we don't let go of that and we remember it. So, you know, for the Matildas, they'll be sitting back, they'll be reflecting on what they've done. They'll do a full debrief of the game. They'll work out what worked and what didn't work because they really do need to recover and get back up for the next game, you know, and hopefully take mm-hmm. home that third spot. Yeah, well, so it's that, important that they don't that they actually deal with it and then move on. Well, that's the other thing too, because they've got the weight of the nation. They've missed out getting to the grand final. There'd almost be a who cares mentality for for this next game, the the fight for third. In that, it'll feel like a consolation prize. Oh, not not in the slightest. <laughs> okay. um, you know, these these athletes, they're professional athletes. They're looking at every opportunity. Uh, to demonstrate their, you know, their capability, to demonstrate what they're able to to do on the field, um, and they want to come away with the best possible outcome um, for them, uh, for their team, and for their supporters and everybody else around them. So, no, there, there won't be anything like that playing out. Look, the the nation might feel a little bit um, down, but I'm pretty sure we'll all get back up to watch them again uh, playing off for the the third spot. Um, I think it's a Saturday. Uh, yes, I think you're right. So it's not far away. And, you know, I mean, it raises another question. The game timetable is really tight, isn't it? Given the immense emotional roller coaster that penalty shootout on Saturday night, uh, spoke to Craig Foster yesterday who said uh, they would have spent a couple of days just getting over that, just getting there, finding themselves again and, and then preparing for last night. And you just think, is it is it too tight in, in, for professional athletes? Put that aside, but still, at the end of the day, they've got to get over one match and prepare for the next. Yeah, I, look, I don't think so. I mean, these athletes are they're conditioned athletes, so from a fitness level, you know, the, the day or two rest in between is is all they'd need to to recover. You know, any minor niggling injuries that's that's often. Um, that can get in the way. But from a mental perspective, um, the work that you do or the work that I do with, with athletes in the lead-up to these events includes everything um, post-event as well. So that they'll know the process that they go through. They'll understand how they need to, to switch off, um, to reset, to re-look, revisit their goals, to realign their mental focus. 
um, and to dig and, and to find that motivation that they know it's there mm. and they just have to re-engage with that to to really refocus back in on um, the game. I'll, I'll give you my quick three steps that athletes will focus in on yeah. um, to, to make sure that their confidence is at the right level. There's only three things, and everybody out there, you can use the same three things. So the first and most important thing is to have an effective training history. So these, young, these athletes will look back at what they've done, what they've achieved, making sure that they can reconnect with, uh, with their, their, their skills and their capability and know what's there. The second thing is their sustained appropriate focus. So they're going to want to make sure that they know exactly what their role is, what they're going to be delivering on. So that focal point is the, num- is the second most important. And the third and least most important is the positive self-talk. You would think it'd be the first, but it's not. It's only the third most important. And that really comes from having those other two in place so that athletes can say to themselves, yep, we've got this, we know what we need to do, and then all they need to do is run out on the pitch and deliver. For the there rest of us, we, we put all that into play as well. Well, for the rest of us, we've only got the third one because none of us have an effective training history of what I suppose we've all watched really well. But look, I think what we need to really do is is focus on, on their achievement and on what it's doing for more than just those young athletes, what it's doing for, I guess, every other young athlete out there, boy, girl, you know, looking up to these athletes and what they've been able to achieve, uh, I think is incredibly inspirational. Um, and, you know, rather than rather than jumping on your smartphone to, you know, on the weekend, maybe get a ball and go outside and have a bit of a kick. It'd be fun. Yeah, that's, that's actually really good advice, isn't it? And uh, we do care what happens. It's not a who cares indeed. And you're right. I'm sure they absolutely do reputation and they've come so far and they want to do themselves and the country proud on Saturday and uh, and score a win there and come third in this uh, World Cup, this amazing festival of football that we've clearly all been glued to right the way through, especially as the Matildas have progressed. Gavin, really appreciate your insights. Thank you very much for your time today. My pleasure. Thank you. Sports psychologist Gavin Freeman.